Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1454. Why do you train? And isolation exercises and building a better body. Both by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Welcome to another Wednesday edition of Optimal Health Daily. Remember, this is just one of a bunch of podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. On this show, that's where I answer your questions. Now, to check out our other shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. Okay, so it's Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I wanna provide you with some inspiration. In fact, I stumbled on what I think is a perfect quote for today's two posts. Quote, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Eleanor Roosevelt. So today, I have two posts that I'm gonna read to you. And I do this when each of the articles is on the shorter side. You know, I wanna make sure you get all the content you expect. And I felt like based on the topics of today's articles, the quote I just shared complements them perfectly. So with that, let's get right to today's two posts and start optimizing your life. Why Do You Train? by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. Everyone goes to the gym or trains at home for different reasons. Today, I'm gonna share with you the reasons I train, and I want you to know why you train too. First, let me share the reasons why I used to train. To look better to lose body fat, to build a flat stomach and get as close as possible to a six pack, to look better to other people, to stay skinny and stay in shape. Years ago, those were my reasons for going to the gym. Did you hear a trend with those five primary reasons? None of them are all that positive and some reasons were centered on the opinions of other people. Needless to say, these reasons for training were not sustainable for the long term. Training wasn't fun. It was more like a chore. I lost motivation for hitting the weights. Now, at this day and time, I train for entirely different reasons. First and foremost, to get stronger. Because it's enjoyable. To challenge myself and see what I'm capable of doing. To build character. Yes, lifting weights most certainly builds character to test out different methods of training to see what works best for me, to increase and maintain my health as I get older, to keep myself in shape so I can participate in other physical activities like skiboarding, hiking, playing football and other sports, rock climbing, 
swimming, racquetball, flying down a hill on a sled, and ramping off the side of a mountain into three or more feet of powder and any other activity I want to do. My reasons for training today are much more positive and completely different from my reasons for training back in the day. I'm no longer concerned with burning calories or looking good for other people. Yes, looking good is a wonderful thing, but for me, it's more of a side effect from training for strength. I want to look good, but it's not my primary goal. It's just an added benefit from training hard and eating smart. I often train in my garage during the winter when it's bitter cold. Some people think I'm insane to go outside to lift when it's 20 degrees Fahrenheit or negative six degrees centigrade. I have to put on thermals and several other layers just to stay warm. To some people, that's crazy. To me, it's just part of it. I love throwing on a bunch of layers, heading out to my home gym and lifting heavy weight. Each and every session, I am getting closer and closer to my main goal, getting stronger. The journey doesn't end either. Even once I reach a specific goal, like hitting a new personal record on the deadlift, I'll just set a new one and keep going. This journey never ends, even though my goals may change over time. Now, your reasons for training may be completely different from my own. Some people train because they want to look good naked, plain and simple. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that if it keeps them going to the gym consistently and over the long term. But sooner or later, adding a more positive goal to the list will give you even more motivation. So ask yourself this question, why do I train? If necessary, make a list and be completely honest with yourself. If you find you lack consistent motivation to go to the gym, it may be time to come up with some different reasons for training. Whatever you do, make those reasons positive. For example, having the goal of squatting twice my body weight is much more positive and motivating than saying, I want to lose weight. Isolation Exercises and Building a Better Body by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. Over the past couple of months, I've been experimenting with isolation exercises, specifically exercises for biceps, triceps, abdominals, shoulders, and calves. And I do this during my workouts and with some of my clients. In the training world, we are still overwhelmed with the idea that the ultimate way to get a great body is to train for performance or train as an athlete. In fact, some people downright condemn the use of any isolation exercises. While training for performance produces amazing weight loss and muscle building results, I have to acknowledge the fact that some people don't care about improving performance. The only thing they care about is looking good, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Some people just want to look better in a swimsuit, in their everyday clothes, or when they're not wearing anything at all. Some people don't care about squatting twice their body weight or bench pressing 225 pounds for as many repetitions as possible. With that said, here is the main point. There is a time and a place for isolation exercises. But, and this is a huge but, you have to earn your isolation exercises. What that means is that your workouts should still focus on the exercises that will give you the greatest benefit overall such as squats, deadlifts, lunges, push-ups, dips, rows, overhead presses, pull-ups, and all of their variations, of course. Those exercises always have and always will 
give you the greatest results, whether you want to get leaner, get stronger, or gain more muscle. If you want to improve the appearance of your shoulders, like I currently do, then you should focus on push-ups, overhead presses, clean and presses, and other compound pressing exercises. Only after you have worked hard at those big lifts, then you can start to throw in a few sets of lateral raises. Shoulder isolation exercises won't have nearly the same effect by themselves as they would when you perform compound pressing exercises as well. Remember, you have to earn those isolation exercises. The same thing can be said if you're trying to improve your arms. You will get more results by performing chin-ups and parallel bar dips with your own body weight and also doing other pressing and row exercises. After you work hard and improve your performance with those exercises, then you can start doing curls and triceps extensions. Did you earn your isolation exercises? Far too many people only do isolation exercises like curls and kickbacks, leg extensions, leg curls, pec flies, and lateral raises, and then they get frustrated when they don't get any results. Don't make that mistake. Focus on the big lifts, and then throw in some isolation exercises to bring up lagging body parts. Isolation exercises are not only beneficial for aesthetic purposes, but they can also help you increase your strength on certain lifts. Whenever you perform certain lifts, your body isn't concerned with working a certain muscle group. It just wants to lift up the weight and keep you from getting injured or crushed. Because of this fact, your strongest muscle group will be doing the majority of the work. For example, some people use mostly their chest and anterior shoulder muscles when they bench press, and therefore their triceps could be the weak link in that exercise. If they want to increase the amount of weight they can bench press, then they could benefit from direct triceps work. You just listened to the posts titled, Why Do You Train? and Isolation Exercises and Building a Better Body, both by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to mention something about Nia's first post. That's where she discussed why we train. For years, psychologists have studied why certain people develop healthier habits and stick to them compared to those that aren't as successful at it. Now, there are many reasons, but something that they found is fairly consistent is that those that stick with these healthier habits often have 
a meaningful why. This means that they have deep-rooted reasons for improving their health. It's not just to look better. Now, that may be one of the reasons, but it's often not the reason. Let's think about why that is. If the main motivation to train and eat nutritiously is to look better, what happens when that doesn't happen right away? The person will lose interest. If the goal of looking better isn't met, it can be easier to give up on that goal. But if there's a deeper, more meaningful reason, like I want to be healthy so that I'm around to see my grandchildren grow up, well, now we're on to something. In fact, I have my students do this exercise all the time. I have them remind themselves of their why. Why are they spending their hard-earned money and their precious time going to school and earning their degree? I hope they can come up with something more than, I just want to make more money. And I do get that response. And when they respond with something like, well, I've heard that getting at least a college degree will probably help me earn more money, I then ask them to think more deeply. So I'll ask them, well, why is earning more money important to you? Now, they'll usually respond with something like, so I can move out of my parents' house, finally. Then I'll respond, and why is that important to you? They'll then say something like, well, because I don't want to be around them anymore. I want to do my own thing. And then I ask, and why is that important to you? Okay, you can guess how this back and forth will go. So I'll spare you from all of it and cut to the chase. Eventually, after I keep asking why, we get to the root of it. Most everyone's reason for doing anything is for one of two reasons. One, they think it will make them happy. And two, they want to make an impact in someone else's life. That's it. When we think about all of our behaviors, those two are at the root of most people's whys. So take the time right now and ask yourself, what's my why? And then ask yourself, why haven't I started? All right, that's it from me for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber of the show. I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.